It is an OEC Fiber Football Friday, and today I am out on location. Normally, I am out at Riverwind Casino right there on the gaming floor in front of Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant, but today I am out at one of the Hidden Gym Golf Courses, uh, and it's another Riverwind uh, event out here today, Winter Creek Golf Club in Blanchard. I know a lot, if you're a hardcore golfer in Oklahoma, you know about Winter Creek, and if you don't know about Winter Creek, you need to know because it's definitely a hidden gem, man. It is awesome. The clubhouse, the pro shop, the course itself, it is really, really nice. And uh, like I said, it's just spectacular. So happy to be out here today. We are representing Riverwind Casino as always. Tonight is a big night at Riverwind. It is the Showplace Theater hosting Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Chicago tonight. You talk about a big-time band right in my wheelhouse from my childhood and so many big hits. I mean, I could, you know, the Chicago Greatest Hits album uh, must have spun that 175 times, maybe a month. And um, also had it on 8-track. That's how old I am. But anyway, uh, tonight at the Showplace Theater, Chicago will be on the Showplace stage. We had REO Speedwagon last week. We have Chicago this week. What a great lineup they've had so far at the Showplace Theater. Also, the uh, 50K Harvest Winnings promotion continues. Get out there, play with your wild card, and then hope to hear your name called on uh, Saturday nights when they do the preliminary drawings and the grand prize drawings tomorrow night. Get out there and win your share of 50K in cash and bonus play at Riverwind. You can win. And, again, Monday and Tuesday, playing with your wild card gets you five extra entries for every five points on your wild card. Always a great chance to win at Riverwind Casino. One of the things that Riverwind does that uh, we've talked about some, probably not enough, though, is what they do for the community. The Chickasaw Nation and Riverwind Casino believe in giving back. And uh, this Riverwind Classic Golf Tournament out here at Winter Creek today benefits Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman. So we are happy to be out here. Uh, today is Tulsa Day, also for the rep, and we've got Parker Thune out on location today at Andy B's on South Lewis Avenue in T-Town. Parker, how we doing? Well, let me tell you, Steely, you're usually the one on these airwaves sharing all the anecdotes. I have two fantastic stories to relate to you on this Friday afternoon. Are oh, you ready? Good. I'm ready, number yes, one. I'm raring to go. Okay, story number one. I'm in here setting up, getting everything in order to do the radio show from here at Andy B's. Fantastic place out here in Tulsa. Bowling, arcade, the whole nine yards. And as I'm getting set up, a loyal listener from the Ref Army by the name of Robin shows up with an Olipop for me. I was gifted an Olipop by a member of the Ref Army. So there you go. the vibes nice. are immaculate right now. This this one is more pertinent to you, though. The second anecdote is a bit more pertinent to you. So my pad for the weekend is up on Grand Lake in Afton. Bill Biedenboe and I are neighbors, or at least I like to think so, at least for the next couple of days. And so I had to go out to Afton to get checked in at the Airbnb. And so as I'm driving back, I, I, I avoided I-35. Or what is that? That's not I-35. That's I-40, right? I get completely backwards when I'm up here in northeast Oklahoma. Anyway, so I'm staying off the highway as I'm driving back into Tulsa. And so driving through small town after small town after small town and route to Andy B's. And at a certain point, Seely, 
I turn and I look out my passenger side window, and what should I see but the fabled blue whale of Katusa? Yes, there you go, the fabled blue whale of Katusa, Route 66 landmark. That's right. That's where we have organized the Oklahoma City Thunders championship parade for down the road uh, that it will start in downtown Oklahoma City and it will end and uh, we'll finish up with the Blue Whale of Katusa. So, yes, that's that's a landmark you saw. Yeah, that's I have a, seen it with my own two eyes, the yeah, Blue Whale of it, Katusa. It is as advertised. We used to road trip to that uh, back in college every now and then. Uh, so uh, don't ask me why. Well, I'll tell you why. It was the Blue Whale of Katusa. That's why. So, yes, bringing back some memories there. All right, uh, Andy B's is the place to be if you want to go see Parker in uh, T-Town. And, uh, man, it's been on fire. Uh, Tally's Good Food Cafe this morning with uh, Toby out there. You had Plank at Neighborhood Jam. Crowds have been great there in Tulsa. And we appreciate all the members of the Ref Army coming by today. All right, we do have this football game to talk about tomorrow, the Sooners. And the Golden Hurricane, 2.30 on ESPN2. Oklahoma is nearly a four-touchdown favorite in this game. We'll talk uh, with T.J. Eckert coming up at 12.35 and uh, get his thoughts on the matchup. And then we'll talk recruiting and uh, the Sooners and T.U. with Brandon Drum coming up at 1.35 today. But uh, we're excited again about this matchup. Oklahoma playing in Tulsa, I think, is always a cool thing. Our pregame show tomorrow with uh, Toby and Teddy from the booth at Chapman Stadium begins at 1030. Our Wendy Chevy pregame show, Wendy Chevrolet, where you get the hometown experience. Visit them in Purcell, wendychevypurcell.com. And then 1130 to 130 tomorrow, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson from Chicken and the Wolf, and I'll be joining them in the Buffalo Wild Wings studios. And then uh, post-game for a couple hours after the game tomorrow with Tyler and Travis from Chicken and the Wolf again. So we got you covered for the Sooners and TU right here on the home of Sooner fans. All right, let's hear from Brent Venables on the matchup and the Sooners playing tomorrow in Tulsa. It's certainly a great opportunity for us to play. We're going to play on the road. At least we're playing in state, so we have a lot of people that love the Sooners have an opportunity to, to watch us play. Um, I like the familiarity uh, that the players will have with one another. You know, again, half their team is from uh, the state of Oklahoma or the Dallas Metroplex, and uh, I think it's great for them and their program. Uh, We want to see everybody in state, you know, have some level of success. Uh, So it gives us both an opportunity to uh, people to, you know, pitch their, their flag, if you will, and Uh, show their loyalty so it's good for the pageantry of college football you know playing uh, each other in state and as they build their program and we're uh, building ours I think uh, we all win you know through it all there you go Brent uh, from his press conference talking about Oklahoma playing tomorrow again against the Golden Hurricane and his old uh, colleague on the Sooner staff Kevin Wilson who did a great job as the OC at Oklahoma, yeah, they didn't win that national championship, but that was still a very prolific Oklahoma offense. All right, Parker Thune, I've got a couple questions for tomorrow. I want you to add to them two questions I have for the Sooners-Tulsa matchup tomorrow. Number one, how much more are we going to see of Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuk? And number two, who 
is going to be playing the cheetah position. Is there a chance maybe even Jaron Cannick could get a few snaps there since Kip Lewis has been playing so well when he's been in there for the OU defense? Those are a couple questions I have. Do you want to add to that list or give me a thought on uh, those two I pitched out there? Well, I think the natural question anytime Oklahoma's going up against an opponent that is so clearly inferior, and that's nothing against Tulsa. It's just that it's very evident the Sooners and the Golden Hurricane are on different and unequal playing fields right now. So whenever Oklahoma's going up against a clearly inferior football team, the natural question to ask is, okay, when do we see insert start backup quarterback here in years past? And obviously this year it's Jackson Arnold, the highly heralded five-star freshman. So I think much like the Arkansas State game, if you don't see Jackson Arnold by the third quarter, something has probably gone wrong. And then the other thing I'm curious to see is who gets the bulk of the work at wide receiver because the splits, the snap counts amongst those guys have been interesting to say the least through the first couple of weeks. And we're going to need to get a sense very quickly here of what the pecking order truly is at wideout on this football team and how much can we realistically take away from the snap counts in a game like the ones uh, like the one that the Sooners are going to play tomorrow against Tulsa I don't know but I think ideally what you would like to see is as Jeff Levy has referenced in the past six seven guys getting snaps and hopefully six seven guys making a statement over the course of those snaps that they get that they deserve more snaps down the line once conference play kicks off. Yeah, and uh, most Sooner fans felt like Jeff Levy was extremely conservative with the offensive game plan uh, last week. I'm sure they want to see him open it up a little bit. And, again, I'm with you on the receivers, too. I Because of the size, you just look at Nick Anderson. You look at Jaden Gibson, and those guys look like potential NFL wide receivers. And, again, Jaden Gibson – uh, caught that touchdown pass that was thrown up there. Jackson Arnold trusted him against Arkansas State, go up and get it, and he did. Nick Anderson also had a couple catches in that game, and they both appear to have so much potential. Uh, we'll see what uh, they get snap count-wise tomorrow in this matchup against Tulsa. All right, I am here at Winter Creek Golf Club in Blanchard. If you haven't been out here and you're a, if you're a hardcore golfer, Uh, that lives in the area, man, you need to get out here and see this place. The clubhouse is immaculate. It's spectacular. It is big time. The patio area, the course, in really good shape. It's a nice, challenging course, and uh, I already uh, used the uh, debit card in the pro shop already. They had the new Jordan golf hat in there, so I had to grab that. Very nice. So happy to be out here. Riverwind Casino Golf Classic representing uh, for Riverwind and this tournament again. Riverwind gives so much back to the community, benefiting the Norman uh, Public School System and the Assistance League of Norman. Uh, So happy to be out here again on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. We do have T.J. Eckert at 1235. Brandon Drum, regular Friday conversation coming up at 135. So looking forward to both of those conversations coming up. And, of course, we want to thank Tim Lasher and his company, Lasher Home Comfort Systems, for sponsoring our first hour right here on Steel Man and Thune, 405-579-3113. We appreciate Tim and Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Let's take a break. Coming back to Winter Creek and Andy B's in Tulsa with Parker Thune right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. 
Back with you, OEC Fiber Football Friday. I am here at Winter Creek Golf Club. It is the Riverwind Casino Classic Golf Tournament uh, benefiting uh, Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman. Happy to be out here and looking forward to uh, the Sooners in Tulsa tomorrow here at Winter Creek, a great place. And again, uh, Riverwind tonight, Showplace Theater. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Chicago on the Showplace Theater stage. Also this weekend, you've got a chance to go out and hear your name called, win your share of $50,000 in cash and bonus play in the 50K Harvest Winnings promotion. So as always, something's happening that's super entertaining, super fun, and uh, Riverwind Casino is the best casino experience in the metro area, no doubt about it. We've got Parker Thune on the scene, and he has some company over at Andy B's in Tulsa. Yeah, that's right, Steely. I'm here with Ryland Bristow of Andy B's. And, Ryland, there's a lot happening already here. This place has only been open for 20 minutes, but obviously arcade, bowling, entertainment of all varieties. What can people look forward to when they show up at Andy B's? Yeah, absolutely. So we have laser tag, indoor go-karts, escape rooms, um, an 85% scratch kitchen. We have two uh, full-service bars. There's definitely a lot that goes on here. So you just talked about the scratch kitchen so basically people show up they're not getting regular bowling alley food correct it's all made fresh to order there you go so tell us a little bit about what's on the menu yes so we have our uh world famous um unwrapped crab rangoon dip we have our buffalo chicken dip uh we have a blue cheese burger with real blue cheese crumbles we have steak dips um so yeah we have definitely wide variety of food there you go man i can rock with that now uh you brought up something in passing that i want to get back to and that is the escape room because that's been that's become a big thing over the last five six years in particular and not a lot of places are offering bowling plus arcade plus escape room as well right yep so we have three different uh rooms we have our space odyssey we have kidnapped and house of dread House of Dread is our most popular. It has, um, it's a Hannibal Lecter and Dexter twist. Hannibal Lecter and Dexter twist. Hmm, interesting. Quite a, quite a little vibe there. Now, I also understand you guys have a pretty sweet deal for college students, too. Yep, so uh, every seven days a week we offer a college discount uh, with their college IDs, 20% off of bowling, food, and beverages that are non-alcoholic. Okay, there you go. And how does it benefit folks to become a member of the Andy B's Rewards Club as well? Yes, yeah, so right away you get a free $10 arcade card, and then we shoot out special promotions to just our Andy B's loyalty members. Now, for all those folks that are listening down there in OKC yep. right now, and they're thinking, oh, well, Andy B's up in Tulsa. I'll never be able to make it up there. Got good news for those folks, right? We sure do. We're opening Andy B's OKC um, in later fall this year, and they're going to have um, axe throwing. They'll have VIB bowling, which is very important bowler. Um, they'll have a large kitchen and grill as well. Um, and a bar. They'll have uh, 14 luxury, uh, luxury lanes, duck pin bowling, billiards, darts, meeting room, and event space. So, yeah, they're going to have pretty much the same as we have here. So, there you go. When you're talking entertainment of all varieties at Andy B's, you're not only talking arcade, bowling, pool, darts, you're also talking axe throwing. Yep. So, you can get it all at Andy B's here in Tulsa or the OKC location opening up later this fall. Now, 
Rylan, thank you so much for sharing a couple minutes of your time. It's great to be here, man. Absolutely. Thank you so much. There you go. Steely? All right. We are here again at Winter Creek in Blanchard. It is the Riverwind Casino Golf Classic, uh, benefiting Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman, OEC Fiber Football Friday, and once again getting ready for OU and TU tomorrow, 2.30 ESPN2 pregame show for us tomorrow morning begins at 10.30, runs an hour with uh, T. Rowe and Teddy Lehman from the booth at Chapman Stadium, two hours from 11.30 to 1.30 with Tyler and Travis there at Chicken and the Wolf in Tulsa. I'll be back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio and then postgame for a couple hours after the game with Tyler McComas and Travis Davidson from Chicken and the Wolf. And again, our Wendy Chevy pregame show begins tomorrow morning at 10.30, Wendy Chevy, where you get the hometown experience. Visit them in Purcell, wendychevypurcell.com. All right, uh, we were talking about the running back situation. Let's hear from Javante Barnes because, you know, I really think Brent talked about it when the depth chart came out. You saw Marcus Major or Tawi Walker listed one. Both those guys have run the football pretty well. The O-line was – you know, a little bit inconsistent last week, but Tommy Walker, again, Brent talked about those guys earned their spots. And, of course, Javante Barnes is coming back from a foot injury. Uh, Gavin Sawchuck missed, you know, uh, quite a bit of uh, fall camp as well, so they were a little bit behind. And what, what word did Brent use? Availability was a big part of it. But Major and Walker have been pretty good. But I think the Oklahoma fan base, they think, man, these guys, Javante Barnes, Gavin Sawchuck, Highly recruited four-star kids who could have gone anywhere, really. And what's happening here? Why aren't they getting in as much, getting as many carries as they should be? And maybe it is a precautionary thing, but Javante Barnes, meeting with the media earlier this week, I thought had a good answer. Uh, he was basically just asked, hey, man, what, how are you feeling about things? I know you're not getting a lot of carries right now, so sum up how you're feeling, and here's what Javante Barnes had to say. Marcus and Tyler, we've been doing a great job. Um, they've been doing a great job since spring, and um, they're showing it right now. So everything they've been doing since spring is showing, and you guys are just seeing it. I've already seen it. So um, I'm just waiting on my opportunity and my name to be called. As soon as my name is called, I just do my job and make sure I'm taking care of what i got to do and to whatever to do to help the team. There you go. Uh, you got to like that answer. Did not sound disgruntled, but Parker Thune, Give us your theory as to what's happening right now with the running backs. Is it just as simple as, look, Major and uh, Tommy Walker earned their snaps? Yes, availability was part of that. Or is there something else that Jeff Levy is maybe thinking about here, saving those guys a little bit more, maybe disguising something uh, for games down the road, like that, that one that takes place in the Cotton Bowl? What do you think's happening here? Well, I think this goes all the way back to the root and the origin of DeMarco Murray's recruiting pitch to Gavin Sawchuk and, De- and Javante Barnes because we've talked about the way that Murray pursued these guys, and it was somewhat counterintuitive. right? Most running backs want to hear, oh, you're going to be the guy here. We're going to force feed you the ball. It'll be 300 carries every single year, and then we'll ship you off to the NFL as a first-round pick. That was never DeMarco Murray's design for either of those guys, nor did he pretend that was the case. Instead, he told them, look, you have limited mileage as a running back. DeMarco Murray knows this as well as anyone. He had, in the context of NFL running backs, a greatly above-average career, and even he was out of the league by age 30, right? So 
what he told Barnes and Sawchuck from the get-go is, you're going to come here, you're going to get a share of the workload, we're not going to make you the bell cow back, but we will take a committee or a tandem approach, and we will keep your legs as fresh as possible so that when it comes time for you to make the jump to the NFL, you've got more tread on the tires than other guys within your same draft class. And so I think it is as simple, Steely, as, look, these guys came to Oklahoma with the full knowledge that they were not going to get every single one of the carries allotted or anywhere close to it. And so when you have a non-conference slate that features Arkansas State, SMU, and Tulsa, three teams that you ought to beat handily, and both of those guys have been banged up, at a certain point throughout the spring, summer, slash fall camp period, it behooves everybody involved to just go ahead and show those guys as little as possible throughout the first three weeks of the season. That doesn't mean they don't touch the field at all. You obviously want to keep them warm, keep them fresh, keep them ready to go. But there's a reason, I think, why we haven't seen Oklahoma go completely bonsai with Javante Barnes and Gavin Sawchuck, and I don't think they will. I think it'll be a steady increase in touches for these guys week after week as you get ready for what's going to be, in all likelihood, the biggest game of your season against Texas on October 7th. All right, by the way, the uh, Javante Barnes soundbite was our Ortho Central clip of the day. Ortho Central with clinics in Norman, Midwest City, and now a brand-new Tri-City location. Actually, it's been around for a while, but still – uh, compared to the Norman and Midwest City locations, it is newer, serving Newcastle, Tuttle, and Blanchard, these full-service clinics. They're the very best at treating orthopedic and sports medicine injuries. So, all right, here at Winter Creek and Blanchard, it is the Riverwind Casino Golf Classic, benefiting Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman. We've got a lot more from Tulsa after Parker is done at 3 o'clock, uh, we've got Tyler McComas, who will be live from the garage. Great burgers at the garage. Burgers and beer, big-time place, 7104 South Sheridan. So if you're a member of the Ref Army and you can't get out and see Parker, you can't get out uh, later and see Tyler McComas again at garage, the garage, burgers and beer, 7104 South Sheridan there in Tulsa. All right, T.J. Eckert is coming up. He'll join us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. We'll talk about what else, Sooners Golden Hurricane. We'll get into some recruiting. I know you had a chance to see Legend Bay last night. We'll get into that as well. Looked pretty good. Looked uh, maybe legendary. But T.J. Eckert joins us next on the Riverwind Casino Hotline when we get back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Wow, we're going Fox on the Run bumper there. Man, sweet. Literally. The name of the band. All right, we are back here at uh, Winter Creek Golf Club in Blanchard. It is the Riverwind Casino Classic uh, Golf Tournament, annual golf tournament benefiting Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman. I am here on an OEC Fiber Football Friday. Parker Thune out at Andy B's on South Lewis Avenue in Tulsa. Getting you ready for the Sooners and the Golden Hurricane tomorrow. ESPN 2 telecast, 2.30. Oklahoma, a 27-and-a-half point favorite in this matchup. Sooners coming in 2-0, and blowing out Arkansas State. Had a little bit of a, uh, a challenge with SMU, but took care of the Mustangs in the fourth quarter. So Oklahoma at 2-0. and Meanwhile, the Golden Hurricane beat Arkansas Pine Bluff uh, in uh, its opener 
and then uh, they went out, TU did, to Seattle last week, played an excellent, excellent Washington Huskies offensive uh, squad, of course, led by Michael Penix Jr., and uh, the Huskies won that game 43-10. to 10. All right, on the Riverwind Casino hotline, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, T.J. Eckert joining us, superstar Bixby quarterback in his past, UCL quarterback in his past, he knows the game. He knows all about the Golden Hurricane and the Sooners. So, TJ, as usual, we appreciate your time. couple storylines you're looking for tomorrow in the OUTU matchup. Yeah, hey, Steely. Uh, you know, first off, just looking forward to OU coming back up Turnpike. Been a while, obviously, since they've, they've done that. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I think uh, for me, the, the number one thing is, can this Sooner defense continue to play well? And, and that's not to say anything about, Pulse's offense being elite by any stretch of the imagination, but just continuing to see that consistent play. I know you're only going an hour and a half, two hours up the road, but taking it away from home, being able to continue that momentum that you've gotten, is that something they can do? Because there are some athletes on the TU side that could give them some fits, so we can talk about that in a little bit. But I, that's that's number one for me. And then number two, I'm just curious to see uh, what the dynamics like with uh, Kevin Wilson and Brent Venables. You know, we've talked a lot about the stories between the two coordinate, former coordinators together uh, all week this week, really. And just curious to see how those guys, you know, link back up and, and then curious to see how it goes maybe in the post game. I'm, 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 I want to hear uh, Kevin Wilson's thoughts about coaching against one of his, what Venables calls him, one of his best friends. And I've, I've Wilson kind of echoed that. So that, that's interesting. I, we, don't, we don't get that very often in college football. So that would be something I'll be keeping an eye on, too. Hey, TJ, what's up? I'm in your city. It's great to be up here in the 918. Man, I got a question for you, and it's kind of a broad, kind of a basic one, but I I don't think it's one that has been asked so far this week. So I want to ask you, as somebody that covers both OU and Tulsa, what do you think the barometer for success is tomorrow for Oklahoma? And then conversely, what is it for Tulsa? Well, first off, Parker, I knew you were in uh, you were in green country by the sound of your voice, how excited you were, and just the, the fresh air I could tell you were breathing in because that's what we do up here in Tulsa. So welcome. Glad to have you here in the 918. I would say that uh, barometer for Tulsa, let's start there. Honestly, cover. Uh, I, I, I think I think winning is it's going to be really hard to do. I mean, it would be a massive upset, one of the bigger upsets uh, that we've seen in quite some time, in my opinion, just – Given where Tulsa's been, new coach, uh, you know, recent non-successful years, so I, I, that would be just insane to me. So you know, keeping it keeping it close in the fourth, maybe a ten point, seventeen point loss, like that would be to me, that would be like an absolute win. There's no moral victories, obviously, but that would be. I think you chalked it up pretty high on the on the barometer if you're Tulsa. Uh, for for OU, I mean, I just it feels like continuing what you've done. I, I talked about on the defensive side, but then building the offense as well. You know, I I would love to see them come out and play, honestly, similar to what, the way they did back in 2014, the last time they were up here, and just kind of took control early of the game. It was never really in doubt. Uh, the run game got going. Uh, that, that's that's kind of what I would think Sooner fans would like to see, is just as a, as a no-stress, nice, easy trip up the turnpike, play well, get some of the backups in. I, so, you know. I would say for Tulsa, it's it's to cover, keep it close in the fourth, and maybe maybe a 10, 14, 17-point loss for OU. I think it's just take control early and, obviously, on their end, cover as well. Uh, but, but make it as stress-free as possible. 
T.J. Eckert with us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline right here on the home of Sooner fans, the Ref Radio Network. What's your theory on why Jeff Levy appears to be so conservative early in the season? It really didn't matter against Arkansas State because they just steamrolled uh, the Red Wolves. But your thought on last week where the Sooners had to work for that one in the fourth quarter, what do you think's going on with the Sooner offense? Yeah, you know, Steely, I think a lot of it was a product of what SMU was doing defensively in terms of you know keeping two high safeties and keeping them pretty deep or having just one high safety and keeping him deep as well. And that's what it felt like. Uh, they, he was aggressive in terms of um, mixing up stuff that he had done the previous week. The first touchdown uh, that was scored was kind of uh, not, not necessarily a trick play, but basically a double move off of a RPO action they've been running all week against Arkansas State so he he threw some wrinkles in there didn't see obviously didn't see hardly any deep balls thrown and I would chalk most of that up to the SMU defense as opposed to Jeff Levy not calling them or Dylan Gabriel not throwing them Uh, of course uh, you would love to see the ball pushed down the field once or twice just to show the threat that it's there Uh, my that's my best guess if I had one and honestly you know the offensive line got some grief this past week they didn't play their best and so it wasn't a lot of time for the most part to kind of let some of those deeper concepts develop, in my opinion. So I think that I think all of those played into it. Could he have called some and could Dylan Gabriel force some? Sure. Then what ends up happening is he throws a pick, ball gets batted down, and then the conversation today is more, hey, why how Dylan Gabriel needs to take care of the foot to take better care of the football, not take as many chances. So, you know, it's it's a double edged sword. So uh, obviously it would be nice to see them throw a few more deep balls this week against Tulsa and kind of quiet some of that as well. TJ, if if you're Oklahoma, and obviously going into this game, there's kind of an understanding that Tulsa isn't on your level. But as you get ready for the grind of Big 12 play, and especially some of the better athletes that you're going to face, particularly at quarterback over the next couple of months, is one small encouragement that you can take away from – this non-conference slate, the fact that you're going to have to go up against mobile quarterbacks, guys that can present challenges with their legs as well as with their arm, because obviously Preston Stone is a guy that can make stuff happen in the ground game, and Tulsa's got multiple guys that fit that bill. So you think that's something that Oklahoma can at least kind of test and gauge themselves on this weekend? Yeah, I think so, and and we still don't know exactly who's going to be the guy, Kevin Wilson, when we talked to him on Tuesday, didn't really have an answer. Braylon Braxton's listed this week as the starter on the depth chart. Cardell Williams obviously came in for him against uh, Pine Bluff and then played up at Washington. Actually got hurt towards the end of the game, had a bone bruise on his hand. I think he hit his hand on a helmet or something. So either way, both of those guys are really big threats with their legs. And so I do think, obviously, I, I think the caliber of the quarterback increases, as you mentioned, as you move into conference play. But both of those guys are pretty athletic. Cardell Williams probably more so than Braylon Braxton. I think Braxton's athletic as well, but Cardell's kind of a little more shifty. I think being able to put together a game plan to stop both of them and, and kind of neutralize one aspect of that offense, I think it I think it certainly does help at least, if if not give you confidence, but also kind of trial by fire in terms of, well, if this doesn't work against Tulsa, then what can we do against XYZ, or if this worked against Tulsa, maybe we expand on that when we get into conference play too. So I do think there's a benefit, uh, as you mentioned, it's not it's not the same level of competition, but it is the same style of play, which I think can bode well as you get into league play. 
TJ, great stuff. By the way, you'll be happy to know that uh, Parker Thune did uh, check one box off the uh, great Tulsa experiences uh, within the last uh, 12 hours or so, and that was a uh, he, he got to see the blue whale of Catusa. So the weekend's <laughs> go off to a great start. Love it, love it. Blue Whale is uh, obviously a tourist stop. You got to go to the gathering place, and then the Outsiders House. There's the other two you got to do before game day. You must have a beer with the Blue Whale of Catusa too. That that's a rule. I think Parker only had an Olipop, so his experience was seven five out of ten. But uh, you know, if you can have a beer with the Blue Whale of Catusa and be responsible, of course. But you know what I'm sure. saying? It's a great deal. TJ, we appreciate you. Thank you. You bet, guys. Have a good weekend. T.J. Eckert uh, joining us, KTUL-TV, sports director, right here on the Home of Sooner Fans on this Friday. Mike Steely at Winter Creek Golf Club. Why am I here? Riverwind Casino Classic Golf Tournament benefiting Norman Public Schools and the Assistance League of Norman. Riverwind always giving back to the community as well. Happy to be out here. we still got a lot more radio to go, a lot more Sooner Tulsa talk. We'll talk to Brandon Drum at 135 we got a, th- a lot of things happening. So let's stay on the clock, stay on schedule, take a break right here, 405-651-3439. If you want to get on the uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, give us your prediction. You can do that. What you are looking for tomorrow, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We're coming right back here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Here at Winter Creek Golf Club on a Friday, OEC Fiber Football Friday, we are here for the uh, Riverwind Classic Golf Event at Winter Creek, benefiting uh, the Norman Public School Systems and the Assistance League of Norman. Happy to be out here. And Parker Thune is in green country in Tulsa at Andy B's. Parker, tell us all about Andy B's and what's happening. Yeah, Andy B's, Steely, this is the place to be. And as we mentioned earlier in the hour, they are going to be opening up an OKC location here shortly. So if you want to bowl, you want to play arcade games, you want to do an escape room, entertainment of all varieties is available to you here at Andy B's. So if you're in Tulsa, come on, stop by today. I got some ref freebies. I got some Andy B's freebies. And if you're down in OKC, and want to partake of the Andy B's experience, good news, they've got an OKC location opening up later this fall. Are you eating? Am I eating? Yes, are you eating there? No. I'm enjoying an Olipop, however. That Olipop that was brought to me by one Ah. of the listeners. What flavor, by the way? It's a tropical punch. I find it quite delicious. There you go. Not not bad. Are you capable of uh, reading text there? Is that possible? Uh, I would have to connect to the Internet to get access to the text line. We might have to rely on David. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we can do that here in a little bit if we want. 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Don't forget Riverwind Casino tonight. Who do we have last week? Great, great rock and roll band, REO Speedwagon. They're from the Steely era. Is where That's where they're from. And they were huge. And they're still rocking. And we had them last Friday night at the Showplace Theater. This Friday night at the Showplace Theater at Riverwind, Chicago. I mean, who doesn't love the horn section from Chicago? I mean, legendary. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's the kind of stuff we're getting at the Showplace Theater. Big-time stuff. Another great concert uh, 
tonight. And then don't forget, we got the 50K Harvest Winnings giveaway drawings tomorrow night, preliminary drawings, and then the grand prize drawings. Get out there and win your share of $50,000 in cash and bonus play. Uh, somebody's got to win. Why not you? And then we'll have a bunch of winners tomorrow night. Okay, Suter defense so far, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good, right? Seven missed tackles through two games. Seven. First two games last year, you, uh, UTEP and Kent State, 33. Big difference right there. Bob Stoops on the rush earlier this week with Teddy and Tyler said, yep, you know what? I'm pretty impressed with that Oklahoma defense. I think they're playing great. Um, I love what they're doing. Uh, coming up with turnovers, um, you know, you're going to give up a play here and there. No one's ever going to play perfect. So I just think they're playing very consistent, uh, tackling really well, uh, playing physical, uh, forcing some turnovers. I'm, I, I'm excited about what they're doing. There you go. Bob Stoops earlier this week. Danny Stutzman, Walter Camp, National Defensive Player of the Week. He was all over the field. Think about, man, He, we thought for a minute that Danny Stutzman might be out of the game for targeting, but um, that wasn't the call, and Danny Stutzman went on to have a great night. He's had a great first couple games. He's clearly the uh, the leader of that defense right now, and an extra year in the system has made him, you know, what we all thought he could be, not only a great athlete, but a guy who's in command of, uh, you know, making sure they're aligned right, all of that stuff. We saw so many fire drills before the snap last year. But, again, I was talking about this yesterday, Parker. The SMU coaches were talking about, you know, they tried a lot of trickeration, different formations, and, you know, they did a, a decent job uh, against the Oklahoma defense. But they also said one of the reasons a lot of these plays didn't work is number 28 sniffed them all out, and he was all over the field. So great start so far for the defense, but I think Sooner fans, again, are a, a little leery because particularly of that game in Lincoln last year where the Sooners just, you know, manhandled that Nebraska offense after they had an early touchdown. Uh, what's your take on the Sooner D so far? Well, if you're talking about Stutzman specifically here, I think with what that guy has demonstrated through two games, man, he's on a Kenneth Murray type of track if he can keep it up because – very few Sooner linebackers in recent memory have been able to cover the entire field and hit with authority the way that Danny Stutzman has demonstrated the ability to do here in 2023. Brian Asamoah was good. Curtis Bolton was good. But Kenneth Murray was different. Right? That's why he became a first-round pick in the NFL draft. I'm not saying Danny Stutzman is going to be Kenneth Murray, but what I am saying is that 17 tackles against SMU speaks for itself. Those are not numbers you're accustomed to seeing from Oklahoma linebackers. Really the only Oklahoma linebacker who put up numbers like that on a regular basis in recent memory was Kenneth Murray. So really impressed with Stutzman so far, and I think it enhances the confidence level and just the overall level of play amongst the rest of the defense. When you have a guy at the core of it all who's making all the calls and all the checks from his linebacker position but is also roving all over the field being the enforcer, Danny Stutzman, more so than anybody else right now, is the heart and soul of the Oklahoma defense, and that's how it needs to be. The Sooners needed a dominant force at linebacker in 2023, and they've got one in Danny Stutzman. 
He has been uh, he's been awesome. There's no doubt about it so far in the Sooner defense. Again, uh, you can talk about well, you know, Arkansas State was a nobody. Yeah, okay. I do think the SMU offense is pretty good. They've got a quarterback who can sling it in Preston Stone. They've got a couple uh, skilled running backs. The receiving core, uh, Hudson obviously is a really good player, and they they've got uh, they've got the pieces to move the football and be a pretty good team and and win that uh, win that conference. So we'll see. We'll see where SMU ends up. But I thought overall, anytime you hold uh, SMU again uh, with some of the weapons they have to 11 points, pretty good by the OU defense last week, no doubt. All right, we got to get out of here for hour number one. We have Brandon Drum coming up next hour. We'll talk OU Tulsa and, of course, recruiting. we got to hear about Legend Bay when we get back as well. I am out here at Winter Creek Golf Club, a great, great place out here. If you've never been out here, it is awesome. And uh, the pro shop, of course, I had to visit. And uh, got me the new Jordan uh, golf cap that they have out here. It's pretty sweet. So want to thank Lasher Home Comfort Systems for sponsoring our first hour here on the ref. Steel Man and Thune, Brandon Drum next hour. More surprises as well. Keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. All right. Oh, man. Foghead. How about that? A little slow ride. We're going to take a slow ride up to Tulsa and Parker Thune here in just a minute. we got to hit the post, though, right here. Oh, yeah. Hit the post right there. That's still a good song. Still a good one. All right. Uh, we are here at Winter Creek Golf Club, OEC Fiber Football Friday. It's also Tulsa Day, of course. Check in with Parker here in just a minute. Uh, I am here at the Riverwind Casino Classic Golf Event at Winter Creek. And uh, the great thing I like about Riverwind is, well, first of all, so easy to promote because they've got so many great promotions. We've got Chicago tonight at the Showplace Theater. They've got the 50K Harvest Winnings promotion drawings uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, and Justin and everybody over there, they're first class. But they also give back to the community. I know some people think, well, the casino is just raking in money. Yeah, but they're giving so much back to the community. They really are. And they're giving back to the uh, Norman Public School uh, Schools Foundation. And we've got Alicia Lee Master here to tell us all about that. So how big, how big is this golf tournament for you guys every year? This golf tournament has been such a blessing for us. It's one of our largest fundraisers. There's so many generous people here. Um, Justin, Yahola, Tara, and Heather have just, I mean, you said it best, they're first class. Um, they're so generous um, financially, but also they volunteer their own time yeah. to serve our organization. So I can't say enough about Riverwind and that team and how much they do for the Norman Public School Foundation. Not only you guys, but the Assistance League of Norman uh, as well, yes. benefiting today. And how many years is out here for you now with this event? This is my third year, and I think the foundation's been involved for a number of years now. And just uh, collectively, it's just made such an impact in our schools. No doubt about it. And we were talking about today is like the perfect golf weather. A little bit overcast, hasn't rained yet, but we've been out of here a couple times where it's been like 95 degrees, you know, and it's, it's baking out there a little bit. But today... I mean, you can't ask for better golf weather, and it feels like I was just telling you guys I'm too old for severe weather now or where it's, you know, extreme summer or winter. 
Uh, but this is perfect for you guys today, right? Oh, it's perfect. Everybody's having a great time. We're not, we're not sweating. It's, I'm wearing a jacket for the first time since the, you know, spring, early spring. And yeah. so it's, yeah. um, it's, it's great to be out here. Hoodie or jacket weather that first day you're like, yes, finally, right? That's today. This is the first day. This is it. <laughs> this is it. Uh, groundbreaking today. All right. So give us an example of what, you know, the, the fundraiser today, Riverwind Casino, the Chickasaw Nation, they give back so much. Give us an example of, like, what kind of use, you know, would you get from the, the money you're getting out of here from this charity event today? Like, how does it help? It, it's got to help a bunch. But just give me an example of, like, how this helps you guys. It does. It helps us tremendously. Um, our schools are severely underfunded, and our teachers work really, really hard, and our district works really, really hard to provide materials for students. But what we do is provide a lot of enrichment um, experiences, hands-on pr- projects, um, just really cool things in the classroom that help those teachers bring their lessons to life and help students really connect with what, what they're learning and remember what they're learning and apply the knowledge. Um, so we are able to fund um, so many classroom grants across the Norman Public Schools. We're also able to um, pay tuition for students on free and reduced lunch to attend summer enrichment camps so that they can learn over the summer alongside their peers and not have to um, have the barrier of a tuition. Um, we're also partnering with the school district this year to fund a STEM camp, a STEM challenge. Um, that's going to be a semester-long challenge for elementary and middle school um, teams at every elementary and middle school in Norman Public Schools where they're going to get to just demonstrate science, technology, engineering, math, presentation skills, a whole bunch of really, um, really great experiences for them to have and remember and, and really apply their knowledge. And so we work really, really hard to make those experiences possible in Norman schools and give our students a leg up. And we really honestly couldn't do that without Riverwind and so many of our donors we have so many generous donors um there's so many generous donors who are here today who also do the Riverwind tournament I just feel like um we're rarely rarely um told no everybody wants to help the schools and the students and the teachers and Riverwind is at the top of that list you know they uh, they sponsor so many events and support so many causes and this is a great one Thank you, Alicia. Thank Alicia you. Lee Master, Executive Director, Norman Public School Foundation. A-plus on the interview. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well done. Rotten Tomatoes has it at 98% <laughs> right now. Very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alicia. Appreciate it. All right. Parker Thune, you're in Tulsa. Tulsa Day rolls on at Andy B's up in T-Town. Yeah, that's right, Steely. I'm here at Andy B's, a bowling and social. Great bowling alley awesome arcade excellent food too i love it when a place like andy b's that is a bowling alley primarily takes it up a notch as far as the food is concerned and they certainly do again 85 percent scratch kitchen here at andy b's so you're not showing up and bowling and eating regular bowling alley food no this this food is legit at andy b's as is everything else escape rooms bar uh, arcade, obviously. Come bowl. Come be a part of everything happening here at Andy B's. And if you're down in OKC and can't make it up to Green Country this weekend, great news. Andy B's is going to be opening an OKC location here shortly. So keep an eye out for that. All right. If we could, by the way, David, if you, 
I normally I give you uh, you know these sound bites during the break, but I'm just going to call for one right here. If you can pull up the uh, Ted Roof sound bites uh, right there in the middle of your sheet, the Ted Roof sound bite, because we want to hear what Ted Roof, the uh, Sooner defensive coordinator, has to say about a very special player early in his career. Peyton Bowen has been real, and he's been spectacular. He's around the football making plays, five-star. You you expect a five-star to be that kind of a kid, even maybe early in his career, and so far Peyton Bowen is not disappointed. Let's hear what Ted Roof had to say. The question was, what have you guys learned so far about Peyton Bowen? We've learned that football really makes sense to him. Uh, he's very instinctive. Uh, he's got a lot of, a lot of pride. Uh, in his performance, and you know the mo- the moment's not too big for him. Just put me in, coach. Tell me what to do, and I'll do it. You know he's that he's that guy, and uh, yeah, I know he's got a high ceiling and a, and a really bright future. There you go, no doubt about it. All right, so what do you think is going to happen with the uh, cheetah position tomorrow? Because uh, Justin Justin Harrington not expected to play. Desan McCullough maybe probably could if he needed to, but. You know, does he need to if he is, uh, you know, nursing an injury? What do you Can think I, uh, uh, we're going to see with Cheetah? Uh, let me offer a bold prediction. I think tomorrow Peyton Bowen makes his very first collegiate start. Because against Tulsa, look, you got Justin Harrington banged up. The overwhelming likelihood, and it hasn't been officially announced that he's out, but I, I do not expect him to play tomorrow. It doesn't make a ton of sense to rush Desan McCullough's rehab to get him back for a game against a program that you're probably going to wipe the floor with anyway. So I would think that at Cheetah tomorrow, you probably see a good deal of Peyton Bowen. You might see some Sammy Omasigo. You could see Shane Witter in that role. But obviously with what he did last week against SMU and playing 49 out of 84 snaps, Game two of his true freshman year. Peyton Bowen made a huge statement, not just to Sooner fans, not just to the coaching staff, but to the college football world as a whole, especially with that blocked punt last week. It's like, okay, Peyton Bowen is here. Peyton Bowen has arrived. And so with the situation at Cheetah and both Harrington and McCullough banged up and this not really being a game, you're willing to rush either of those guys back to play in. I think Peyton Bowen gets the start tomorrow. And I would say he plays the majority of the snaps at that position for Oklahoma. Sooner fans, uh, they're loving hearing that. They are loving hearing that. And, you know, we heard Brent uh, talk about, you know, at his initial press conference before fall camp, that one of the things looking back from a year ago, he wishes he would have done is play more of the young guys, right? And uh, they're really not. I mean, you look at some of the Jackson Arnold's been in. Uh, you know, uh, quite a bit. We've seen P.J. Adeboré. We have also seen uh, young guys, Kip Lewis, been around for a little bit, but still he played 20 snaps. And, and, you know, he might need to get more. I mean, he's been a missile towards the football so far. But And, and you can do that, you know, before the conference slate begins. And But clearly, Parker, they are not hesitant about playing some of these young guys right now. No, and they shouldn't be, especially because – with the way that they recruited last cycle and with as many of these guys came in early and got to campus in January, a ton of these guys are just ready to roll, Steely. Uh, They don't face the same barrier to entry 
in college football that plenty of other true freshmen probably faced because, A, a, a lot of them were really highly regarded recruits who had a ton of talent and a ton of cognitive ability. And so you plug them into the system in January as opposed to in June, it's no wonder that some of these guys, most notably Bowen, and I would say you can throw Jackson Arnold into that same category, but we knew he was going to be special, right? But so many of these guys have proven that they are ahead of the curve. Caden Green, another shining example. So, yeah, I would imagine the OU staff is pretty liberal tomorrow with these younger guys in what should be a blowout game. I'd figure just about everybody in that freshman class, with naturally a couple exceptions, uh, gets some run at some point in time. And Omasigo is one guy that I mentioned off the top. I think I'd be interested to see what he can do in that sheet of spot because behind Bowen at this point, who do you have to spell him? Is it Omasigo? Is it Shane Witter? Is it somebody like Jaron Canick maybe sliding over? I don't know. The point is Peyton Bowen's probably not going to play every snap. And so I would like to see what Omasigo can do, uh, given something of an expanded role at Cheetah tomorrow. All right, hour number two here on Steelman and Thune on this Friday is brought to you by Oklahoma Generator. They are family-owned and operated, uh, certainly pride themselves on excellent customer service. They are Oklahoma's highest-rated and longest-operating Generac dealer. They're currently offering uh, new customer discounts and free 10-year warranties with new installations. Check them out online at okgen.com, or you can call 405-321-6631, Oklahoma Generator. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, when we get back, my uncle, his thoughts on uh, Muleshoe, his thoughts on the matchup with Tulsa tomorrow, his appearance from the uh, T-Row in the morning show early this morning. We'll have that. We've got Brandon Drum coming up at 135 Keep it right here on the home of Sooner fans. Okay, back with you. Mike Steely here at Winter Creek Golf Club, and uh, we're here at the Riverwind Golf Classic. Chickasaw Nation, Riverwind, they give uh, back to the community, and they do it a lot, including here at this uh, annual golf tournament, benefiting uh, the Norman Public School Foundation and the Assistance League of Norman. So happy to be out here at Riverwind tonight. Another big show on the Showplace Theater stage. Chicago Rock and Roll Hall of Fame group tonight at the Showplace Theater. We had, of course, REO Speedwagon uh, last week. Still to come uh, in the near future at uh, the Showplace Theater, Foreigner, Carly Pierce, Rodney Carrington, Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Boys to Men, and many more on the way. Don't forget, we've got a Beats and Bites show October 22nd, Fall Beats and Bites show. Can't beat that. Pardon the pun. Gin Blossoms and Tonic on the uh, Coupe Ale Works Beats and Bites stage uh, October 22nd. That's going to be a heck of a show. But tonight, Chicago on the Showplace Theater stage. Tomorrow night, the 50K Harvest Winnings promotional drawings happening out there on the newly renovated gaming floor at Riverwind Casino. It is going to be a great, great weekend, as always, at Riverwind Casino. Another reason why they are simply the best. Parker Thune, he's also one of the best. And he is in Tulsa at Andy B's, Parker. Yes, Steely, Andy B's is the place to be if you're up in the 918 getting ready for the game tomorrow between Oklahoma and Tulsa. Andy B's Bowling and Social featuring bowling, the arcade, the escape rooms, the food fresh from the 85% scratch kitchen here at Andy B's, and coming soon, 
the Nightmare on Andy B Street pop-up bar, which you can call to book at 918-299-9494, featuring a live DJ, live music, and fun. There you go. All right. Uh, tell me about 2026 Mesquite Horn Athlete Legend Bay. And uh, <laughs> the legend of Legend Bay is, is already underway. Tell me you were there last night. Man, you're everywhere, right? Well, uh, when I can be, yes. I got the opportunity to make the trek down to Mesquite, Texas last night to watch Legend Bay, as well as a couple of other Oklahoma offers that play at Horn High School. Uh, borderline five-star offensive tackle Lamont Rogers, a rising junior, so class of 2025. That's one guy I think Oklahoma has the early advantage for. He's the number 27 player in the nation, according to the rivals' rankings. And then 2026 safety Markel Ford. Uh, a lot of Jaden Hardy in the way that he plays the game. He's a little bit bigger than Jaden Hardy, but some of those same traits – uh, and, look, the way that Jaden Hardy plays the game is exactly how you want a safety to play the game. So Markel Ford just has a real natural feel for the position. Uh, very predatory in nature from his perch at safety. He had two interceptions last night, so was impressed with those guys. But Legend Bay, man, I am, I am sold on that kid. And he ended up leaving the game in the third quarter with a hip injury. Nothing serious at all, just banged up. But the 31-yard touchdown run that he had, in the first quarter of that football game. If you haven't seen the clip, I posted it to Twitter. Go check it out. I've had several people DM me or t- mention it to me over the phone or even in person out here at Andy B's. Man, that that looked like a Lamar Jackson type of run. And it did. That's what that's the type of athleticism and elusiveness that Legend Bay has. He is elite in that regard. And he plays quarterback for Arlington Horn or for Mesquite Horn, excuse me. Uh not going to be a quarterback at the next level was not terribly impressive as a thrower last night accuracy was a struggle for him but the Sooners want him a wide receiver and they want him badly at wide receiver this ought to give you some context for just how much Emmett Jones believes in Legend Bay Emmett Jones offered Legend Bay in June of 2022 before he had ever played a down of high school football so now you have Emmett Jones coaching at Legend Bay's Dream School in Oklahoma. That right there is the primary reason why I went ahead and entered a future cast earlier this week in favor of Oklahoma to land Legend Bay. He loves him some Oklahoma Sooners, loves Emmett Jones, and the Sooners obviously are very, very high on him and what he brings to the table. All right, uh, more recruiting information coming up. Our visit with Brandon Drum. In the uh, next segment on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. But right now, it's time to hear what my uncle had to say this morning on the T-Row in the morning show. Many topics to be covered. Mule shoe and, of course, the Oklahoma-Tulsa matchup. Here's how it went down this morning. And that music means we welcome in now an Oklahoma radio legend, Steely's uncle, after what has been a very interesting week in Sooner Nation. Uncle, good morning. Tiro, good morning to you, people of Tulsa Boomer. Now, before I begin this brilliant dissertation that we do every Friday, I have to address the lies of Lincoln, or as I call them, the fibs of Riley, or F-O-R for short, all right? 
Okay. Now, that was a problem the other day, though. I was out at uh, Westwood Park Golf Course watching that Muleshoe BS interview on my cell phone, and he was lying so much, I kept yelling, four, four, <laughs> and golfers were ducking left and right out there. It was quite the scene. Now, I will admit, I will admit, it was me in the Escalade, all right? Okay. <laughs> I thought that might be the case. <laughs> you shouldn't have done that, Uncle. Well, I will tell you this. I am still plotting my revenge against Muleshoe, all right? I have an idea. Light bulb went off the other day, all right? Here's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I am going to approach the USC Athletic Department. Tell them that I can fly an old World War One fighter plane in the pregame right over the stadium. You know, one of those biplanes. Right. That'd be, that'd be offer, awesome. Yeah, I'm going to offer to do the flyover before the game. Now, just before I fly over, I will switch planes to a crop duster. All right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and instead of going way over the stadium... I will actually swoop down and just crop dust the you-know-what out of the USC sideline. Wow. What do you think? Well, um, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Will, what, will, what will you drop out of your crop duster? Is it just normal, you know, crop dusting crop stuff? Crop dusting stuff. Now, it will yeah, be okay. non-lethal. <laughs> it will be non-lethal, but it will knock them out for three and a half hours. That's good. We don't want to kill anyone. Yeah, right. Well, to me, it's brilliant. Okay. Uh, Okay. By the way, Jeff Levy. All right. Come on, man. What's what's next? Art Briles driving the Sooner Scooter. Let's be more aware out there, please. That would be bad. Yeah. That would be bad. All right. uh, Well, what do you think about the game tomorrow, Uncle? It is going to be a cakewalk in Tulsa, baby. No doubt about it. The Tulsa Kings. Uh, the Tulsa King sliced alone. No, 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 no. The Tulsa King, the new Tulsa King, Brent freaking Venables. Now, Danny will be dealing destruction on defense. Stutzman, more like Studman. Dylan will be slinging lasers. Big day for Stogner. Austin City Limits will be the end zone twice tomorrow, all right? Wow. The Trace Ford trifecta, a sack, a fumble recovery, and a pick six. Wow. Also, a Peyton Bowen bonanza, a punt return TD, and a kickoff return TD. It'll Man. be Peyton's place tomorrow at Chapman Stadium, baby. My biggest score ever, 14 TDs. Plus 14 four touchdowns. Wow. Uh-huh. 14 TDs, 14 extra points. Do the math. Equals 98. Tack mm. on a Zach Smith field goal. OU 101, <laughs> Tulsa 3. There you go. That's pretty extreme. That's hanging more than a half a hundred on him, as the king uh, would say. That's hanging a century mark. On uh, on them, I, I doubt it'll be that lopsided. Sooners are uh, a four touchdown favorite in this game tomorrow. Don't forget our pregame show begins tomorrow morning. Our Wendy Chevrolet pregame show at ten thirty in the morning. We got T Row, Teddy Lehman, along with Chris Blank. 
uh, in the booth early tomorrow at Chapman Stadium at 10.30, 11.30 to 1.30. Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson from Chicken and the Wolf. I will be back uh, in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio with them. We'll have plenty of uh, pregame uh, conversation and uh, sound for you tomorrow on the Windy Chevrolet pregame show where you get the hometown experience. Visit them in Purcell, Windy Chevy, Purcell. Dot com post game show also after the game for a couple hours from uh, Tyler McComas, Travis Davidson from Chicken and the Wolf there in Tulsa. All right, we got Brandon Drum coming up his regular Friday chat with us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. That is next here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Here we are, Riverwind Casino Golf Classic out at Winter Creek Golf Club here in uh, Blanchard, Oklahoma, USA. On a Friday, getting ready for Oklahoma uh, Tulsa tomorrow at uh, 2.30, ESPN 2 telecast. And again, our pregame show, our Windy Chevy pregame show begins at 10.30 in the morning tomorrow with uh, Teddy and uh, Toby Rowland. They'll be up in the booth at Chapman Stadium. Chris Plank will uh, be along as well. Tyler and Travis, Chicken and the Wolf tomorrow from uh, 11.30 to 1.30 there in Tulsa. And I will be back in the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Brandon Drum joins us for his Friday conversation with us on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Uh, Brandon, I guess, uh, you know, we're looking at guys like uh, Danny Okoye right now. People were wondering about the Texas visit and what's happening there uh, as it's down to Oklahoma, uh, Texas, and Tennessee. What's going on? What do you think's uh, going on in the prospects the Sooners have right now for uh, Danny Okoye? I still think it's Oklahoma. Obviously, if you know he decided he wanted to take that visit, um, I guess you know that would be something to worry about. But I just I don't necessarily see that being the case for Texas um, at this juncture. Uh, last I heard, he was going to be playing, uh, or not playing, but he will be in Enid at Chisholm tonight. Um, So going to Chisholm, going back to Tulsa, then waking up and then making it down there to Austin will be be quite the jaunt from what I'm understanding. So uh, now if if he did change his plans between now and, you know, him deciding to hop on the bus with his team to go play in Chisholm and Enid, uh, I think, you know, that changes things, but right now I just I don't think that visit's going to take place in Texas. Uh, and if you're an Oklahoma fan, I think you should be feeling pretty good about your chances at this point. Now uh, we're going to stay on top of that as much as we can because we've seen these things change here or there. But I still like Oklahoma's chances. Now, Brandon, bring us up to speed, if you will, on the other uncommitted target from within state lines. Danny Okoye is one. There's another one up here in green country that the Sooners have been hotly pursuing for a period of months now, and that would be four-star cornerback Devin Jordan, the latest there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, look, his coach played for TCU and was a GA at TCU. That matters. And there's a deep relationship there that you just can't overlook. And so Oklahoma's battling that. 
been battling TJ Rushing and Texas A&M coming in and making a run there. Um, there's a there's a lot going on uh, between Oklahoma, Texas A&M, TCU, and I, I guess Oklahoma State and a couple other programs that are recruiting fairly hard. Um, but at the end of the day, I still like Oklahoma here. Uh, I think what Oklahoma does on the field matters this season and so far so good for OU and that's just you know uh, I I still think he's going to end up signing with Oklahoma at the end of the day unless something drastic happens but he's going to take his time he's going to take his visits Brandon uh, Brandon Drum joins us as he does every Friday here on the Riverwind Casino Hotline uh, what are we thinking about some of the other Oklahoma targets down the stretch? Uh, you know, Michael Boganowski may, t- may take a while. Grant Bricks, Eddie Pierre, Louis. Uh, what are we thinking? Again, because we're getting, uh, we're getting close where it's down to a select few left for OU. What are you feeling on some of the other prospects out there? Uh, yeah, I, I, look, Eddie Pierre-Lewis is really tight with David Stone uh, at one point in time. It seemed like a foregone conclusion he was going to go to UCF. I don't think that's exactly – and I want to rephrase that. Um, <laughs> I think it's a UCF-Oklahoma battle. I feel that's the case. Uh, it, at one point, he, he, he gave UCF all indication that he was going to go to UCF, and this was back in June. And then all of a sudden, that stopped. And – he started to lean a lot towards Oklahoma, and I think a lot of that had to do with David Stone. He and David Stone are around each other quite a bit. Uh, him and Jaden Jackson, David Stone, all those guys tend to hang out quite a bit. He's also pretty tight with Jordan Seaton, who will be in Norman on September 30th, uh, five-star offensive lineman out of IMG that has started to really like the Sooners a lot. So, um, you know, there's <laughs> – there's a lot of moving parts there. Jordan Seaton's another guy, like I said. You know, I think South Carolina tends to be where people feel he's going to end up, considering that he's originally from the DMV area. The Beamers have long had like a fence around that area. If they wanted somebody, they went and got it. Uh, it helped Oklahoma quite a bit when Beamer was a tight end coach at Oklahoma, special teams coordinator. That was a big deal. Uh, and allowed Oklahoma to have a strong pipeline there. So uh, Oklahoma's battling that. But, you know, you, you have the Anton Harrisons of the world. You've got the Charles Tappers of the world. There's quite a bit. Even You can even lean on uh, – I know you fans don't like hearing this. You can lean on Caleb Williams a little bit there, the fact that he came and he was successful at Oklahoma from the DMV. Uh, Jalil Farouk from the DMV. There's a lot of guys from that region – that Oklahoma has been able to pull and bring in and had decent to good careers in Norman. So that's playing a part as well. So, and obviously his relationship being teammates at IMG with Davidson and Jaden Jackson also are playing into that. So I think Oklahoma has a chance. I just think there's, they're battling several other teams trying to get, get in there with uh, South Carolina and a few others, um, and he's already changed his 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 visit dates quite a bit as well. So that's that's another interesting part about it. And Oklahoma State true, so I think they they've got a chance. They've got a chance with Boganowski. It's just stayed the same. It's just stayed the same. It's been he 
he's going to wait it out. I think he's trying to see how both teams end up doing throughout the season, and I think that's going to allow him to make a better decision and, and probably an easier decision. If Oklahoma can go out and dominate and and be a 10-2, and 11-1, and 9-3 team, I think it allows Oklahoma a little bit more leverage there uh, as long as as long as Kansas State struggles a bit. So uh, this weekend's kind of a, uh, a double-edged sword for Oklahoma fans uh, with the Williams-Winary situation and with the uh, Boganowski situation when it comes to Kansas State-Missouri. Uh, I don't know who Oklahoma fans would prefer there. I'm assuming they still prefer Kansas State <laughs> to win. But um, it, it, it's an interesting, you know, dichotomy with uh, when you got two teams, you got two big targets. Obviously, one's a five-star, one's a four-star, but you've already got several guys that you feel pretty good about on the defensive line and defensive end spot. And then you need another safety, another big, strong safety guy going into the SEC. So there's there's a lot of you know juggling you got to do as a fan as far as you know who you want to win those type of games. Now, Brandon, I would love to just take a question that we have been asked on the text line over and over and over again the last couple of weeks, and I will kick it your way and see what your thoughts are. And I don't know if Mario Cristobal told Armando Blunt to put OU in his final five to make it look like Miami finally <laughs> won a recruiting battle with Oklahoma, yeah. but obviously Armando Blunt put OU in his final five on Wednesday and then committed to Miami yesterday. But many are wondering... With David Stone on board in the class of 2024 as the highest-ranked defensive line signee or commit, I guess he's not a signee yet, but the highest-ranked defensive line commit in quite some time for Oklahoma, who is the biggest defensive line name to know right now that is realistically in play for Oklahoma in the class of 2025? Uh, I mean, it's going to change so early and I think people need to understand that because Jaden Jackson wasn't even on the board and I, I think people need to understand that Danny Okoye wasn't even really on the board at this point last year he had said screw Oklahoma at that point he's not gonna go there so um take this for what you will but and I think this kid actually has a chance to move up into five-star status at the end of the day and I think it's Isaiah Campbell uh out of the Raleigh area uh and He's he's a really good player, um, and he's out of the North Carolina area. Obviously, he's he's a really good player. I think, from what I've been told, uh, his head coach and Miguel Chavis go way back. I think maybe played at prep school together, something to that extent. Uh, so Oklahoma has a really good shot there. Uh, there's a they're going to get him on campus at one point or another, whether it's an official visit, unofficial visits. I do believe Isaiah Campbell will be on campus at one point or the other. And he's a guy that I would look towards if if I'm an Oklahoma fan because everybody wants him. Like, everybody wants that guy. Everybody thinks he's potentially a five-star at the end of the day. And then I think C.J. Nixon out of Weatherford is another name that people need to pay attention to. He's highly ranked already. He's in-state. He's a basketball guy. I think it's going to be a matter of if he wants to play basketball and or – you know, football, we, we've we've seen this play out with Jacoby Johnson before. He was leaning towards basketball for a long period of time, then all of a sudden realized that football was where it was at as he got into his latter part of his junior, senior season. So I think how this season plays out, how 
all these offers roll in and what offers don't roll in as far as, you know, basketball goes. Uh, I do expect Oklahoma will probably offer him basketball just to make it a dual sport offer um, and play that type of stuff with uh, C.J. Nixon. But those are two names I would I would latch on to. And then obviously Alex Shield Knight out of Wagner, who you're going to go see uh, tonight, as well as another name to follow away if you're an Oklahoma fan. I think he's a really good player and a guy that Oklahoma has a chance to land quite early. There you go, Brandon Drum, OU Insider, and uh, always with us on Fridays here on the Riverwind Casino Hotline. Brandon, we appreciate your time. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. All right, thank you, guys. Brandon Drum joining us. All right, here at Winter Creek, Riverwind Golf Classic, benefiting the Norman Public School Foundation and... Again, uh, Justin and the uh, folks at Riverwind, they do a great job supporting all these local causes. Uh, The Assistance League of Norman as well, raising some money out of here, having a lot of fun. All right, break time. We'll come back, and uh, I'm going to give a prediction. I don't know if Parker's going to wait, but we'll see. But we've got one more segment to go right here, Steel Man and Thune on a Friday. Keep it here on the home of Sooner fans. Okay, we are uh, closing it out here on this Friday. Winter Creek Golf Club, Mike Steely here. Riverwind Casino Golf Classic. Riverwind giving back to the community, benefiting uh, the Norman Public uh, School Fund and uh, Foundation, rather, and the Assistance League of Norman. Uh, Riverwind gives a lot back to the community. I mean, and they sponsor everything. They believe in giving back. Chickasaw Nation certainly does that. And today's no difference out here at the Riverwind Golf Classic at Winter Creek Golf Club. Tonight's on the Showplace Theater stage, Hall of Fame Rock and Roll Band, Chicago. Hey, last week we had REO Speedwagon. Great turnout. Gave away some tickets last week. And uh, both those guys said, man, it was a great show. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Chicago tonight, hard to beat the uh, the horn section of Chicago. Uh, great band. We've got shows coming up at the Showplace Theater that are going to be outstanding as well. Foreigners on the way early next month. Carly Pierce, Rodney Carrington's got a couple shows. Aaron Lewis, Flatland Cavalry, Boys to Men. We also have a Beats and Bites show coming up in the fall. October 22nd. Gin Blossoms on the Coupe Ale Works Beats and Bites stage. That'll be fantastic. And, again, tickets for those shows are only 10 bucks. Get your tickets online at riverwind.com, or you can uh, drop by the casino box office tomorrow night. Get out there for the big drawings for the uh, 50K Harvest Winnings promotion. Very popular promotion. Riverwind always has the best promotions. Get out there and win your share of 50K in cash and bonus play. Only... At Riverwind Casino, simply the best. All right, Parker Thune, what are you looking for tomorrow? Uh, Whether it's running back rotation, who's going to play Cheetah, how many snaps are the the bigger wide receivers, Nick Anderson, Jaden Gibson, going to get? What's on your wish list tomorrow uh, in terms of what you want to see the Sooners try and get done? I'd love to see Tawi Walker continue his hot start, Steely. That's been a fun storyline throughout the season so far. As brief as the season has been, as the 
excellence of Tawi Walker. I'm also curious to see how Gavin Freeman shakes back because he was virtually non-existent last week. Two targets, no catches, wasn't really a factor in their turn game. All of that coming off a week one performance, obviously, where he snapped the Sooners' seven-year special teams return touchdown drought and caught a touchdown pass as well. So uh, I, I think the Sooners will make more of an effort to get Freeman integrated tomorrow offensively. Uh, at least I would hope that is the case because that's a guy that is electric and one of those players you just get the ball in his hands and it, <laughs> there's always the possibility that he's going the distance every time he touches the ball. So I want to see the ball get back in Gavin Freeman's hands tomorrow and I want to see more of Tawi Walker's plodding downhill running style. There you go. And uh, what would your guess be uh, as to what's going to happen with Cheetah? You're thinking Peyton Bowen gets his first uh, Sooner start, right? That would be my guess as of right now. I would be willing to I would be willing to wager that Peyton Bowen ends up with his first collegiate start tomorrow at that Cheetah position in relief of Justin Harrington and Desan McCullough. Yeah, going to be interesting. Hey, what do you think, uh, you know, you're looking at the national slate. You have South Carolina at Georgia, 2.30 on CBS tomorrow. You've got Minnesota at North Carolina, 2.30 on ESPN. Washington at Michigan State. Uh, that is on the Peacock Network, by the way, at 4 o'clock. Tennessee at Florida, the evening game on ESPN. And then the late game on ESPN, Colorado State at Colorado. Jay Norvell has angered Dion. With his comments, the very normally mild-mannered Jay Norvell just said, you know, I wouldn't wear sunglasses and a hat, you know, in a certain situation. And, of course, Dion, that's bait for Dion. So um, what do you think? Dion and company going to run it to 3-0, and uh, they're favored in this game, obviously. But uh, I was a little bit surprised that Jay Norvell, that was uncharacteristic of something he might do. I know it was weird to hear that coming from Norvell, right? Especially when the whole discourse in the aftermath of the Nebraska game was, why does Dion, why does Colorado think there was bulletin board material out there from Nebraska? And for Norvell to come, and it's one thing for Nebraska or TCU to talk smack or to put material on the bulletin board, as it were. It's another thing for Colorado State to do it because you know Colorado State's not winning that football game. You know, like that, that you're just giving Dion another thing to take a victory lap over after his program inevitably pummels yours tomorrow. Weird move by Jay Norvell. Weird move. Yeah, it, it was certainly, no doubt about it. All right, Parker, great job. And I know uh, you're going to continue, and we've got a lot more Tulsa Day festivities. I uh, want to thank everybody here. Again, at Winter Creek Golf Club in Blanchard. If you've never been out here, man, you're missing out. It's it's great. The course is challenging. It's beautiful. It's in a great little area. Pro Shop is great. They've got a, you know, the bar and restaurant, super cool as well. I uh, want to thank them for their hospitality out here today. And, of course, don't forget Riverwind Casino tonight, Chicago at the Showplace Theater. Like I said, back-to-back Fridays, pretty good. REO Speedwagon. And, again, Chicago tonight and uh, the 50K Harvest winnings promotional drawings tomorrow night. It's going to be another big weekend, as it always is, at Riverwind Casino. Go out and have a great meal out there at the uh, River Buffet on Steak Night. Chips and Ales Pub Restaurant's a great option as well. 
and the food court, the newly renovated design food court is spectacular also. So get on out and have a great time at Riverwind Casino. So uh, thanks to everybody for helping out here at Winter Creek. Thanks to uh, Dr. B and the Advanced Laser Center, Advanced Laser and Cataract Center of Oklahoma, and the new LASIK.com. Appreciate it. Parker, great job. We'll be listening on the way home as we get locked in with Tyler and Parker up next. Everybody have a fabulous Friday.